Welcome back to the Sneaker Annex podcast with me, Danny, aka at Roy Stenio, and my co-host and good friend, Dan, aka Dan, at Dan underscore Squire. Although, I, I'm not too sure about the uh, the bagel. I'm still not sure about the bagel, mate. Just It's a New York bagel, Danny. The shoe's <laughs> a New York shoe. There's quality meat. I had to have those, you know, those subtle elements in my picture to try and make it a bit different. I know you don't approve. If you ever catch me eating a bacon bagel, then have a go at me. Hundred <laughs> percent, I will be having a go at you. Uh, so yeah, it's so a bit of an a bit of an odd podcast. It's another it's another only dance, and it's an only dance because I've been running around with my pants on fire for about the past week, and even Mister Daniel Squire believe it or not, who usually does the news and finds what trainers are releasing this week, has also been running around with his pants on fire, Mr. Squire. I'm a poet and I don't know it. <laughs> so we have actually, we have got no news today. So what usually happens on the podcast is me well, and Dan... I've got a surprise for you, Danny. I've not done nothing. You've so not whilst done nothing? I having, right. Whilst I was having my tea, <laughs> whilst I was eating my bacon bagel, I put together a little bit of news for the people. Oh, what a guy. A couple of snippets, but the, the things that I thought would stand out this week, I might have missed one or two bits, because like Danny says, we've, well, Danny, Danny's busy far more often recently than I am, but you know what they say about like buses all coming at once. This week's been non-stop for me, so a couple of bits of news, but nothing too major. We can just fly through it. Happy days. Well, do you know what? Let's go with the news, because the topic that me and Dan are going to talk about today uh, just me. In fact, I did try to get a last-minute guest on because we were like, right, when can we record? It is nine o'clock on Tuesday night. This goes out Wednesday morning. So, and I was, I did try and slide in a guest, um, but the person was too busy playing with the cats or, or something along those lines. So, <laughs> I'm, we're not going to go any further down that route. Uh, so it is just me and Dan. So let's fire on the news, and then we'll talk about Grail because what I was going to mess around and talk about for a little bit of time so the news actually links into the grills so what have we got mr squire in the news this so, just a couple of bits um you know obviously i i take the mick all the time so you never let me live down the fact that you won on sneakers when the jordan for union came out last year obviously i'm still very grateful for that win i don't know what you're talking about mate just <laughs> you, want to, you want to tell the the get the the, uh, the listeners what I think any new listeners that might not be aware about this. <laughs> so yeah, Danny's got the golden touch and got me the, the big W on the uh, Union Jordan 4. And Union have just announced this week that there will be another Nike Jordan collab for 2021. So obviously that's huge because that's huge arguably the last two years, it's been the best shoe of the year. I have, see, I have seen this. I mean, uh, I, you know, I actually... The fours have grown on me, and when I had them in hand, they're really nice. They're just the fours, just not a shoe for me. I'd love to have a pair of ones. I'm not going to lie. Um, well, you know how I say about speaking a few things into existence on this podcast. Obviously, going back a few episodes, things we've mentioned in this podcast seem to pop up in the news the following week or two, and they yeah. kind of come to life. Yeah. So I'm really hoping right now. I'm saying it right now. Union, please do a Jordan three. Oh, I thought you were going to say a six. I don't know why, but right, okay. I think because Tra Travis has done the six, and obviously Off White have done the fives. 
my favourite shoes are Jordan 3. I would love it if they did a Jordan, unless they ruined it, obviously. But the last two for me have been brilliant. So if they're doing a Jordan 3, it'll be amazing. They won't ruin it. I know you know they won't ruin it because the collabs are probably out of the Travis and the Off White and the Union stuff. I, I much prefer the Union stuff. And obviously, they've done like Adidas collabs as well. Like the Special Union stuff was really good. You know, the, the clobber and all right, not everyone loves a Garwin, but the Union Garwins I thought were really strong, like that chalk white pair. Um, I think that's what Union do well. I mean, even the basketball stuff they've done with Nike as well. Um, you know, it was really good. And it, it, they really create a good, good story around the shoe. And with, with Adidas, there's, uh, the Special Club they did, the, the apparel was really good as well. Yeah, the tracksuit was, was, looked yeah. really good. Um, so, so, let's see. so let's see what comes. I did hear someone say they might just completely go left field and not do a shoe and just bring out some clothing, but I just can't see them doing that. The shoes have been too good over the last, last few years. But. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think it would be a massive letdown if there wasn't a shoe. Yeah. Um, just obviously what Jordan will do. You know it'll have some kind of history. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping for a three, but we'll see. We'll see. And the next one, next bit of news, it's just a little quick bit, another bit of Nike news, but it was the All-Star weekend this weekend. I say weekend, it was taken down to one day because of COVID-19, obviously. Um, but usually the star players are out, and usually there's a few of them in an exclusive shoe or like something we've not seen before. And really, this weekend, the only standout piece was LeBron had a pair of the upcoming Off-White Air Force Ones in yellow. Right, okay. Handwritten on by Virgil, so they must be coming. It's kind of good to see them on foot. Yeah, I have seen a few pictures of those floating around, and maybe this is bad of me. I've not really taken much notice. I've just I'm bored of the off-white stuff. Really, there's not much. What what's going to come out that's going to grab my attention and think I really really want to put a silly offspring competition in for any off-white. It's just. Nah, I just can't see anything. But but yeah, it's going to come. The only thing I did see, for, and I don't know if it was, I'm pretty sure it was from the um, All-Star game, was the two like really long shots, weren't they, like halfway line three-pointers? Unbelievable. I mean, obviously in the All-Star game, there's not much um, defence played. I nearly yeah. said defence then, but I can imagine that. <laughs> I just get hit with some abuse. So, um, But there's not much defence played. So you can kind of get off those shots, but... Dame Lillard hit a shot from inside his own half of the court. And then Steph Curry, about 20 seconds later, said, look, I can do this too, and nailed one from nearly as far. It was incredible. Yeah, I know. It was, it was, it was a good little, uh, good little bit to, uh, to catch up on. But. And is that it for the news? That's it for this week. I can't even think of something just random that might have happened. And if we've, we have missed it out, then... Uh, we are really sorry, folks, but you probably caught up with it anyway. Um, yeah. And I mean, we've hit a bit at it already, but I think a lot of people on social media will be seeing a lot of bacon sandwiches being eaten this next few days. Well, <laughs> today. Yeah. I'm not even going to lie, right? I've done a... I, I, I mean, I've been at work, so it was a struggle to do some, like, proper... I did have a... I'm not saying I had a really, really good idea. I was going to do some sort of, like, video slash reel and... I got um, I got like one of those, do you know like a fancy restaurants and they put the sauce out and I was going to like 
hashtagging ketchup and then have it wiped up and stuff and all that kind of fancy stuff. And then I was like, I don't have time to do this because I've got a 14 hour day. And then, so I just- So you went to Greg? I didn't go to Greg's. We've got like <laughs> the lovely, the lovely deers down in my canteen. I said, look, I went in first thing in the morning. I said, look, I need some really nice crispy bacon for my bread cake and then some black pudding and it needs to, and it's going on instagram so please get they were looking at me like you what danny you do what <laughs> i was like yeah i said please don't ask but it just needs to look like a, a really good sandwich you know don't just like i'm not saying that if you're ever listening ladies i'm sure you don't that the haphazard like chuck it together but it was like precisely putting the bread cake today for my usual standard balcony shot, which also had a bacon butter in. But so, if the wind comes, I think you are my box of chocolates, Danny. Absolutely, special, special sandwich. If the wind comes, I'm not too sure of myself. I don't know how they do it. I did have a quick look at all the other competitors in a, in a size eight, uh, and had a look through. There's some really good, some really really good uh, entries actually uh, across yeah. the board. A few. I mean. One of them where people people either love or hate these competitions. And I think for me, it's great because it eliminates people. People who really want the shoe will go to that little bit of effort. And it's not too much effort to knock up a sandwich and take a photo. Like you can delete next week after you've taken an L or whatever. So, and it stops all the bots and stuff. So I really like these competitions, but Daniel. yeah, some of the sandwiches where you can see people put in some effort. I mean... I'm looking for some invites around to some people's houses because some of them were brilliant. I know, I know. But, but just on what you said, how many offspring entries have you ever seen me do? Oh, this will be the first. It, yeah, it's the first one. I, I've never done it before. And, and partly because, I mean, they said something about like, don't worry about the creativity in this, which really was like, do you know what? I want this shoe. I've always wanted a pair of uh, DQM 90s. And I was like, if they're just going to judge it on like and, and not focus too much on the creative element, because I know, don't get me wrong, you're really good at like putting a photo together and maybe doing a bit of Photoshop. And I'm thinking of people like Tess, our good friend, like Wavy T, who does like amazing edits and stuff. And I, mate, I don't know if I'm doing myself a disservice, but I feel like I can't, I don't have. The, the, the skills to do those type of edits or, or sometimes quite often the time, you know, obviously with the kids and family and work and stuff. But yeah, definitely. And I think with this one, they, they said, you know, no creativity is required. So I think that's a good thing. You yeah. know, all you needed to do was have a bacon sandwich. So fair play. Yeah, yeah. You know, so all I'm, all I'm doing is I'm, I'm, I'm counting the likes on any pictures and seeing who's a size eight. And if you've got more likes than me, then fair enough. And if you haven't, no, I'm joking. I'm not all about that. Uh, but yeah, it's, I won't be taking my bat and ball home if someone with like three likes gets a pair and I don't even know what mine is on at the minute. But yeah, they're just, they're just a great pair of trainers and it was worth, it was worth, and, and this is what I'm not, I'm not pushing myself forward, but for the people who enter every single, you know, for every single pair of shoes. I'd like to think that they go, oh, not just for me, but for other people who go, oh, they don't enter all the time, so they really must want this pair of shoes, you know, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm just wistfully thinking that I might actually get a win from Offspring. We hope. Who knows? But, yeah, some really good entries today. And, and 
your special sauce uh, has certainly made me chuckle in the last half hour whenever you put that up. And very good, Daniel. Thank you. Appreciate it, mate. But on the on the subject of what we're talking about is like um, what is a grill and, and grill shoes and and for for me. The 90 DQMs do have grill status, do you know? They are a shoe from, I can't remember, when did they come out? Was it 05? I can't remember now, top of my head. I can't remember, mate, and this is really bad because I would remember it usually, but you know when you've been that busy, your brain is just fried. That is how I feel tonight. Um, yeah, I can't remember when it is, when they originally came out. Must I mean it's been a long it's been a long while. Yeah, I th- I'm going to go 2004, 2005 might be right. 2004, 2005. I think it was 2004, just from the like time. I'm looking back on coming out, but um, yeah, I mean that's a genuine grail. And one of the things we were chatting about was what makes a grail because you see this term being thrown around a lot. Absolutely. And I think it means different things to different people. So what, what would, without going into the specific shoes yet, what to you would make a grail worthy of the word grail? So for me, I mean, and, and, and let's, let, all right, let's take it away from shoes a little bit here. What is, a, what is a grail? And for me, it's something that is almost, almost unobtainable, but not because, not necessarily just because of, a monetary value kind of thing. Do you know, so I know I talk about cars quite a lot um, and, and I'll deviate into the car world. I can't say a grill is like some sort of Ferrari because I'm like, well, I'm never going to be able to afford one of those. But a grill could be like a rare car which doesn't have a high monetary value. Do you know, it might only be 10 grand. It might be like 15, 20 grand. I'm not saying that's a, a little amount of money, but it's something that's hard to get or hard to find or yep. that's how I, that's how I determine if it's grill status for want of a better little phrase. It's not something you can just, and I don't know, maybe I'm romanticizing a little bit like going back in the day when you'd scour on like before StockX and oh, oh way before StockX should I say, when we're, when we're talking like mid 2000s. And you'd be looking and, and trying to find those pairs and searching. And sometimes your size was never coming up on eBay searches or websites or whatever. That, for me, defines a grail shoe, I guess. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. I think it's, it's got to have a little bit, for me, of something that is almost unattainable, not because of pure value, but because it's going to be so hard to find. You know, obviously, value comes into it with rare shoes that are into anyway, and that's just, unfortunately, a part of it. Um, but, yeah, for me, it's got to be something where you know you're not going to see them in the street. You know, you never had the chance to get them at retail. or Because one of the things, and I think, you know, like Peter Griffin said, you know what grinds my gears? <laughs> well, you know what grinds my gears, Danny? Is when you see people or hear people say, um, this is my actual grail. I had the chance to buy it last year for 60 quid and passed it up. Well, I mean... It's and, then, and then it's like, it's now a grail. And the thing I'm thinking of is the, like the Stussy SB Dunk Low, for example. 
yeah everybody wants that shoe today but and there's nothing wrong with that like it's a great shoe and don't get me wrong i'd love to have a pair today but you could buy that shoe two years ago for 60 80 quid so is that a grail because if you've been into shoes for a couple of years you could have had that shoe two years ago no yeah 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 no i i agree for me yeah there's a couple of things about grails that annoys me when people say grails so and i know i like to rant on the podcast but do you know what this is mine and dan's podcast so i can rant as much as i want <laughs> when people say these are my grails and they'll say like let's go back to the off-white stuff the yellow potentially the yellow canary jordan one off-whites that may be coming out and people yeah. go these are my grail I'm like no they're not no, they're not. They're just coming out next week. You can't say that these are your great. You haven't wisp. You know, you haven't wanted this pair of shoes for like the last. I, I'll, we'll get onto what my grail is eventually, like as we go through. This, but, but I've wanted a pair of the my grails for like fifteen years. Do you know what I mean yours aren't even out? So they're not. A, they're not a grail. Don't get me wrong. You might really, really like them, and you might really, really want them. And you might be some sort of rich little millionaire who can just like buy whatever you want off StockX, and that's fine. They're not grail. Do you know what I mean these are my grails? And I'm like, oh my god, just get in the bin. If you if you say that to me, I'm just gonna like laugh at you. It's just it, it really really <coughs> grinds my gears. Yeah, it's a it's a good term for it. But no, I, I mean I agree, and it it does sound like we're gatekeeping a little bit here like oh you know you've got to have like and obviously there's different rules for everyone there's not even rules rules is a stupid thing but it, it's just a word isn't it but i do think it gets thrown about too much yeah of course it does and the other thing right so no doubt dqm's grill status right clots grill status air max one clots grill status right Here's a here's a question. What about the re-releases? Did they get automatically? Did they get grill status on a re-release? I'm gonna. I, I think not. On on the on the actual re-release, I think not. But for example, Atmos Air Max One Elephants. Now, if if that is somebody's grail, and again, what a shoe! Unbelievable shoe. Yeah. But if somebody asked me which one they should buy, the OG or the, was it 2017, 18? 17, they are, yeah. I'd tell them to buy the 2017 because it's going to hold up better and wear better. Yeah. But the original might be the grail. I'd, I'd, I just don't know. But, you know, because can you ever beat the original? Like, if something's a grail, it's got to be the first one, hasn't it? It's got to be, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. got to be the grail. It's funny you bring you funny should bring that that specific shoe up actually the, the Air Max One Elephants because when they dropped back in the day I think they were oh six or oh seven I can't remember off the top of my head but it was just at the time when I was getting out of shoes because I was about to get married and I just didn't have as much disposable income for stuff like that blah blah, blah. and so when they when they came back out in twenty seventeen. I 100% wanted a pair because I remember always wanting some and not being able to get some back in the day. And then because I had a few years out of shoes, because, well, you know, like I said, with having kids and 
all the rest of it. When I actually got some money back when they went to school and I wasn't paying five, six, seven hundred pounds a month in childcare and I could actually buy some trainers. I was like, right, I want a pair of these. And then just by chance, no, I think I voted actually. I put a vote in and then they came out the next year. Yeah. And and then I won a pair. In fact, I went to queue up outside size leads and but I, I was at work and by the time I finished work, the queue was massive. More the queue was bigger than the amount of pairs on the outside. Yeah. Went to Bradford. There was queue. Again, there was a little queue. Um, more, but there was only about six pairs there or something, even though they had my size, but there was more people. So I was like really frustrated. I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna miss these. The Saturday morning on the size website, when they dropped, and this is like first come, first serve size website. Twin, I think I timed 28 minutes of pressing add to cart and I won a pair on the size website. That's amazing because I, I actually remember that job. I was managing size leads at the time, obviously, and the queues were amazing. That, that whole month of releases was incredible. Um, but I remember talking to somebody from head office and they told us how many people were trying to check out on that website. And I can't remember the exact number, but it was an obscene amount of people just trying to add to cart and obviously your persistence paid off. And that's what it, I mean, that probably made that shoe feel sweeter Mate. than Mate. anything. It's, I, I kid you not, I had a little tear in my eye because it was a little bit, I mean, it's a bit soppy, but because I started getting back, like collecting maybe like late 2015 or something like that, early 2016. And, but I, obviously I still remembered like all the shoes that I'd missed or like a lot of the stuff that, had gone because I still kept my eye on stuff, not as much because yeah. you know I wasn't buying, and it felt like a real and it gonna sound really soppy like an I'm back moment. Like I have got that shoe that when I had to stop collecting, I that shoe came through the post. And I remember, um, Maddie, like Maddie was at home because she hadn't started school, I just started school to me 17. I don't think she had at that point. And and the box came and, and Helen sent me a picture of Maddie holding the size box. And I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to get home and open these. And I don't think I've felt like that about any pair of trainers since, to be honest. Yeah, that's an amazing win, to be fair. Because and, and that but they're still not the great they're still not the 07 pair. Or or six or whatever it is, or six or seven. Yeah. Still I'm gonna contradict myself a bit here though, because obviously I said that it has to be the OG to be a grail. But I do think there's exceptions, and one of them, a lot of people that I know actually prefer the 2001 Jordan 1, the OG Chicago, to the 1985, because it's actually made better in a way. The leather's just so good. So I can see for a reason like that, the original might not be the Grail, it might be a different one, but I think it's rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And or, or like you say, I don't think I'd want a pair of all seven elephants because they probably crumble and whereas I can still wear mine and I, obviously I will be wearing mine later on in this month I'll probably wait till I max day because they are my favorite well we're not going to get into those maybe spoiling no, no future episode here but um yeah that is they're still not good so like the, the recent clots that came out I understand why people want them and maybe because they couldn't have them in the past they either weren't around to pick them up or like Mr. Van Wiljams, his pair just have 
gone bad over the years because of the materials and stuff like that. So I completely get them. But they're easy to find, man. You just go on StockX and you can pick up a pair for like three, 400 quid. It's not an issue, do you know? Whereas trying to find a grill pair, like the, again, Bacon's, I've heard on the grapevine there's quite a lot of pairs, to be honest. I don't think they're as super limited as people are expecting. Not, not to get your hopes up, ladies and gentlemen, because you're still probably not going to get a pair. But I think there's more pairs than, than people are imagining. Yeah, so, and I think, well, you can see where like, the distribution is going, for example, with the clots. You know when like, they don't drop down to, say, size, whereas the Bacons do, they fall to the next tier of Nike, yeah. so you know the distribution's a bit wider. Yeah. Exactly. Which is good. More people get the shoe, and I'm all for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know that you're going to be able, even if we do, even if we don't win on the Offspring comp, and we don't win on any other entries that we put in, size, end, Hannon, everywhere that I'm going to have an entry in to try and grab a pair. You know that even if you want a pair, not that I do buy resale, they're not going to be seven, eight hundred pounds. There's going to be so many on the market of people who are thinking, "I want to get, I want to get loads of these pairs." And, and not that they won't be able to shift them, but they won't be able to shift them at that really high price. They're going to be, I think they're going to be more like a 300, 400 pound shoe, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally, I hope not even that. I hope everyone can get them fairly reasonable. Because um, you think, going back to when I was at Size and we did the Atmos Air Max 1 launch as well, if you bought them recently, I mean, that's, top, top, top tier. And I know the Bacon 90s are up there as well, but the Atmos Air Max 1 is, amazing and you wouldn't you wouldn't have even paid 300 pounds on release day for a, a resale on that so but, fingers crossed but that was four years ago and i think the climb changed a little bit to be honest Very true. but i just want to just to finish off my air max one elephant story actually <laughs> because then uh, and it was lewis who worked but uh, size bradford at the time yeah um and because I, I popped in like, I think it was the day before, or like I spoke to them and said, oh, what have you got? Some like size range and stuff. And then they said, oh, we expected to see you in the morning. And I was like, oh. I said, I came at like midnight, but there was a queue. And he went, you're not going to believe this. Two people left the queue because it was too cold. And I was like, you what? He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had pairs still as we opened. I said, what size? He went, yeah, we had a seven and a half as it opened. And I was like, oh, my God, if I had won a pair, I would have been spitting. I would have been absolutely crying over it. Um, so It's funny that because I think from, from my memory anyway of that time um, inside, obviously they only had the pairs because people left the queue or the queue would have been full. Um, I think they only started to have pairs when they opened. To my knowledge anyway, I could be wrong, was size Hull, which is no longer there. The guys in Hull were absolutely class. Great store, but it was a very, very, very much an Adidas city. Yes. Like they could sell out an Adidas in a heartbeat. But back then, this is for you. They'd have a queue now, for, for sure. Anyway, they opened with pairs. So you could imagine the rush when obviously people were ringing around the size stores and they found out there was some on the shelf, absolutely rushing there for opening. So you can imagine like word gets around the internet or forums and stuff. And the next Air Max launch, you better believe everyone piled to Hull. <laughs> thinking it was going to be dead easy to get the shoe they wanted. Yeah, but yeah, there's a massive, biggest queue ever sat outside Hull. Exactly, yeah. So, 
So yeah, I think we're a little bit quite, I think we're quite aligned on what a grill is. And we understand people are different and me and Dan are of a similar age that we have, and we've been in trainers, in and around trainers for like 20 years for myself, maybe just a bit less for Dan because he's a bit younger, but we've been around the block, let's put it that way. Uh, so, and, and we understand that younger people or people who are just into it might have their own kind of version of what a grill is. But Dan, what's your grill? Uh, I mean, I can't, I couldn't say one shoe. Um, because at the, end, at the end of the day, you've got, we all have to remember everything is just a shoe. And I think a grail should be something that's like, that you, that you would do anything for. That, that's the word grail for me. And I mean, I, I'm probably guilty of throwing it out probably more than needed, but I can think of a couple that, shoes I would absolutely love and a grail worthy, put it that way. Um, and one would definitely be the Kobe Jordan 3. Because um, it's like the, Jordan 3, classic white cement, but with like the Lakers colours. Yes. Um, made for Kobe, obviously the player edition, which that is just a beautiful shoe for mm. a, obviously a, a great person and it's super limited and you ain't going to see him. And even so, more so now. Even more, yeah, even more so now. Um, so that'd definitely be one. One that I think purely because I think it's one of the best looking shoes of all time is the undefeated Jordan 4 in the olive, yes. olive army green. Stunning. I back in the day when that came out as well, I used to wear a lot of undefeated. It was like you know proper streetwear back then, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and third, because it was one of the shoes that drew me to Nike SB, which I've again worn for too many years to count, would be the Dunklow Heineken. You've just taken my grill off me, mate. Are you joking? <laughs> So, so uh, sorry, Danny, I got greedy and said three. But <laughs> that shoe was so, so, so good. So nice. Great colorway. So simple. And the story of obviously Heineken threatening to sue Nike. So they pulled the release and obviously it never officially released, but some retailers sold their pairs. Um, so that whole story just made it, you know, again, unattainable for us over here. Um, and one of my favorite SB Dunclos was the Cali because it was almost like a flit or like a um, changed up colorway of the mm -hmm. Heineken um, in the Cali colors, but still had the star on the back, like the Heineken and all that. Yeah, like obviously yeah. the Cali I, had so. of, I had a pair of Cali lows. I, I loved that shoe. I wore that shoe to death. Yeah. I, mine didn't get too bad, but mine, it, when I sold a lot, I sold a lot of pairs, like at that point when I was getting out of shoes and, and a lot of my dunks went uh, between me and my brother, like we're very similar size. Um, and well, we always used to get like I'm a seven and a half, he's an eight, and we just get like pairs in seven and a half and eights and just like flipping between ourselves. And but yeah, Heineken Dunks. Well, I, I, I know I kind of took that one off you, Danny, but is there any others? No, no, <laughs> no and I'm not even joking. There is, there is nothing, there is nothing else for me that holds that grill status that I would do anything for a pair of those. Heineken Dunks. And Dan, I've actually sourced a pair in my size. You're joking. You're I joking. I think I've got a pair. I think I've managed to find a pair, but it's whether I can actually obtain them. And 
yeah and so like i've been hunting believe me i've been hunting for years so sneakerville and if you listen to the podcast yeah. often sneakerville back in the day like the place that me and dan would go to which weirdly we never kind of crossed paths that much and apart from like when you were working at size and i mean i was a bit of a because i didn't do social media and stuff until i started doing like the annex and stuff anyway so i didn't really know many of the people trainers even back then was more me my friends weren't into trainers but I, I just wanted something different to my friends like when we were going into like heaven and hell and you know like throwing elbows and just like <laughs> you, you, you know the things and and I just wanted something different I always like to try and stand out a little bit and trainers was a way to do that back then you almost can't do that now because everyone wants the same bloody pairs that you don't stand out even if you get a super limited I don't know pair of Ben and Jerry Dunks, you know that if you go to a trainer show, like you go to Laces Out, you go to Crep City, you're going to go to whatever these kind of things are. There's going to be people there wearing the same shoes. Yeah. But it was different back then. I, you, I, and you wanted something different. So that's one of the elements that got me into it. But anyway, yeah. So Sneakerville had a pair. And I remember, I think there were an eight as well. I, I, maybe it's my memory is just being rose tinted a little bit but they weren't cheap you know they were i think they were about like 300 maybe 350 yeah. and back then it just was not in my price range to to pay that amount for one pair of shoes no back back then 350 was you know a, a crazy amount to pay for, pay for a pair of shoes wasn't it and yeah it was one of those as well where at the time you know because you saw them in sneakerville you saw me in your local store and you knew that there were these pairs knocking about so you always had in your mind, or I, I can only speak for myself, obviously, but I, you always kind of thought, well, the 350 quid, like, maybe one day. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, they creep up, creep up, creep up, and you're looking at the shoe, and it's 700 quid, and then you're like, no, I can't pay that, and then I dread to think what they are today. So, No, yeah. I mean, Heineken Dunks, I think the last time I properly looked, were maybe in, like, I mean, they're well into the thousands. And I think I the I think there were the, there were even up there before the dunk hype as well, like the current dunk hype. Because again, the story of the release and them being pulled and only a few pairs getting out into the wild and that all adds to the apart from the colorway bangs as well, it all adds to it for me to to get. Uh, and that's grill status. Like I, I can't almost find a pair in a size seven and a half or eight. But I think. No, I I think that's it. The, the story adds to the Grail status, like you say, completely. The fact they were never, you know, officially released, even though we know there were plenty of pairs sold and stuff. It's all that kind of mythology around the shoe that yeah, adds the yeah. intrigue, doesn't it? Yeah. So if we can... were so lucky back in the day, we talk about Sneakerville all the time. We were so lucky to have that on our doorstep because even those shoes that you couldn't really afford or justify to buy at the time, to see them in hand and just pop in and be like, wow. They're, you know, they're amazing. Pigeon dunks in the cabinet, you know. I remember going in there, and obviously Robin's a good friend of mine. So I, I would go in and I would go, right, I've... And at the time, like, I was coaching at Leeds United, so we'd, we'd coach in the morning, and then we might have, like, an hour or two off and then coach in the afternoon, like, and we were working in, in and around schools at that time. So depending on which schools we were beginning and ending with, if it was, like, town, it was in the middle, we'd go into town and then like wander around Leeds, like just go to like 
all the stores, go to hip, go to like, and sometimes we'd just go like, go and see like Robin, because he was often in there, in, up in the, uh, in the store. And I'd just sit and talk for like an hour, just talking nonsense about like either trainers or the world or whatever it might be. And it was just such a cool little place. And, and, and just, I just don't think that exists anymore. And I can't see it existing again, to be honest. So no, no. The, um, it's changed too much, hasn't it? Like the whole sneaker world has changed too much. You don't, it's, it's kind of, I mean, places like that exist to an extent, but not the same little niche spots like that, that are just the, I don't know, the, the best of the best shoes, weren't they? Yeah. And, and like you said, like the, the trainer world, sneaker scene, whatever you want to call it, is just so huge now. And I think we talked, we spoke about it last last week with uh, Dwayne. If you want to be an influencer, get into trainers, get into sneakers. Do you know what I mean? It's because it's the hottest thing at the minute, isn't it? and everything to do with resale, blah blah. blah. So here's the question, though, Danny. That so obviously we're we're talking about our grails are all from a certain time. I know obviously that. The Kobe 3 was maybe a little bit more recent, but um, what do you think has been released in the last, I don't know, year, 18 months, or recent release, that the next generation of sneakerheads will call a grail? Because I, I can't see people in 2040 looking back at a shoe from 2000, because it'll just be dust. <laughs> it'll just be... I mean, they might see pictures of it, and it might be great, but what do you think has been a recent release that future generations will think is a grail? I think will the off-white stuff stand the test of time? I love an off-white Jordan one, like the original Chicago one. I think people might look at that, but for me, and obviously this is going to show my Adidas bias a little bit. Um, New York, New York Carlos Speciales. Yeah. You know, like this, again, the story of the Carlos and and his little story in Argentina, and then. Gary and Ian Brown and Neil Bedford went out there and a few other guys, Mike Chikuti and all them, went out and found this place and then within a year created the shoe and then took it back out to him. And, and I think that story will stand the test of time and I think a lot of Adidas people or collectors really covered that shoe. And, and yeah. also, it's like the... Because like the, um, a lot of them, it didn't sell out straight away but it's just rolled on with that all the Carlos shoe all the Carlos shoe and it's just had that story that's going to like propel it I think into that status and I think with a lot of things that people call grails I think they are almost like a slow build and they take a bit of time to appreciate I mean the pattern max one is you know a lot of people would call that a grail when that came out it was sat on shelves yeah the core Good, yeah, a good few days after release, it was just sat on shelves. You could yeah. go in the store and pick it up. So it would be interesting to see what people are calling a grail if we're still into what we're into in 15, 20 years, because there's no doubt been enough great shoes. But what it might be might be something we don't really rate today. No, and I, and I think you're probably right. And I, I, I'm going to steal this line, and I can't. I've, I'm really sorry of, of who I'm stealing it from. That I can't remember who said it, but someone said, and this was a couple of years ago. You you can't spell grill without gr. <laughs> I bet, I I bet you any money, 
any money, it'll be some GR shoes that people have just got worn, beat up because they're not worth any value at the minute. And then in years to come, in years to come, there's still going to be DS pairs of these hype shoes because people will just sit on them and they'll be scared to wear them. And, and you're going to still, they'll still be really easy to find. Whereas the, a lot of GR shoes and a pair I'm thinking of maybe that I've got were, are just like some Air Max ones, the, the black, black, white and red. And they've got the little mini swoosh on the front and they came in a pack with like a, like a lightish kind of blue as well. With the yellow mini swoosh, wasn't it? The blue one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were just GRs then. Yeah. I remember actually buying them off Nike using a discount code. And I think people are just going to smash these to pieces because you're just going to buy them easy to wear and they're not worth a lot of money. Right, try for a DS pair of them now. Well, that's the, that's the thing, isn't it? You know, those, those good shoes where people think it's just a shoe when it comes out and there isn't the hype. That's what people put straight on feet, and then they're the ones that are so hard to find. I mean, for the guys that collect vans, for example, it's so hard to find old vans, DS, even if it's a really good, a big collab, a hype shoe. People wear the vans. People skate the vans. It doesn't matter what it is. If you buy vans, 99% of the time, it goes on your foot. So if, if you're a vans collector, it's, it's hard to find the older stuff in, in that. It's hard. No, no, I agree. And, and, and still, I think a little bit, and again, we always go back to the glory days of like the early noughties. I think a lot of people did that. Yes, there was a few people who collected and didn't wear them, but, and I, and I still wear a, a lot of my pairs. Well, I still wear every single pair now, unless I've just not got round to wearing them because of sheer volume and not enough days in the year. But if I'd have got a pair of Ben and Jerry Dunks in 2003, 2004, they were going straight on feet. I were going to the bar and I'd have been thrown out of a portal covered in Jägermeister all over my Ben and Jerry Dunks. And I wouldn't have cared. You're, you're not getting into any bar on Carl Lane in Leeds in Ben and Jerry Dunks. Back then. <laughs> I'm, putting, I'm putting it out there. Not a chance. I mean, I don't know about now. I don't even go into Leeds. I'm, I'm way too old for that kind of stuff. But back then, that's what we'd do. We'd just go to like these places and you, you'd just wear your shoes and you'd just wear all, like, and it, and it didn't matter. They were there to be worn. Whereas I think a lot of people, and even and I'm guilty of it now, I'll have my eye on the weather. I'll have my eye on what I'm doing, who I'm going with quite often as well. Like if it's going to be a messy night, if I'm off to a Liam Gallagher gig with like some of the boys, it's going to get trashed. There's a certain shoe that's going on my foot, you know, and, and that's just how it is now. Whereas I didn't care back in the day. But yeah, do you, th you think now though, you not that you see your shoes as um, in monetary terms, but because that is it's in your face so often, isn't it? What a shoe's worth. Do you think you're just more aware of that now? Because I know for myself, I think I used to be not so much worried about ruining a shoe. I still wear every shoe that I own, but now I'm more aware of. If this shoe gets ruined, it's going to cost X amount to replace. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's more my, and it's not the ruined. I think because I sold a lot of my SB Dunks back in the day, just because again, just to fund a house. You know, I'm not like it. Just it was what it was. And then I look back now and I think I can't buy that stuff again. I mean, maybe in a few years if the Dunk I 
rolls on and then you can start picking up pairs for a little bit less. But I just can't see that happening. You know, certainly on some of the stuff like Homers and Jedi's and all that kind of stuff, that amazing stuff from back in the day. Um, yeah, I think it's hard to justify, isn't it, when you sold it for X amount and now it's worth X plus 300 quid. And it's like, well, yeah. I, I'm basically taking a loss on a shoe I've already had and enjoyed there, aren't I? So. Yeah, and, and because I've had that experience, I don't want to do that again a little bit. And, and a little bit like you say, if I ruin my Ben & Jerry Dunks, it's going to cost me however much to get another pair or whatever pair of shoes. There's not that many pairs I've got where I can just smash them to pieces and think I can just get another pair. Yeah, definitely. Well, so that's probably more why they still get worn all the time, you know, or worn often. But yeah, where have we gone? Good with grail chat. Good grail chat. Really? We've covered grails. I'm just sorry that I stole yours. Stole your thunder. <laughs> I can't believe I was like, when you said SP, I was like, he's going to say it. He's going to say, he's going to tell my story. I've been thinking about this story all day, about what to talk on to the podcast tonight. And he just swooped in there. Three, two, one, boom. Oh, I can't argue. Absolute. But, again, it just shows that they are proper grills. If we both have them on our list as grill shoes. Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, I could, I could name a list that was 20 shoes long. But for me, those three that I mentioned were, I could say were grail worthy. I think a few of the others that I might have said, people might say, not a grail, not a grail. So I think those three were safe bets. And I think together, if we can agree on the Heineken dunk being the top tier grail for us, the sneaker annex. Because like I said, there is other stuff. I mean, you can say like pigeon dunks and Paris dunks and all that kind of stuff. I get that, but just it's, it's the story as well as the shoe's brilliant as well, but the story of what happened with that shoe, that's what, that's what makes it for me. But anyway, let us know what you think anyway, if you got to this point. Well, a lot of people do listen. It's quite good to see that people do get to the yeah. end of the podcast. Let us know your grails, because they're always interesting to see, because like we always say, everyone's got a story, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us know your grails in the, uh, in the Instagram post that we'll uh, put up in the morning. Um, so anyway, shall we get on to some releases of this week? Because let's do it. Let's have a go. And, and I think, have you contributed to them this week, Daniel? Mate, I haven't. I think it's the first time. So um, I'll be reading the, you know what? Do you want to read them for the first time? Let's go for it. I'm going to pick out some of the things that I've seen this week that are releasing. And I've tried to be a little bit, not completely eclectic, but I've tried to go around and, uh, and, and pick out some other bits rather than the usual Jordans that Dan picks out. Um, so <laughs> you'll, you'll be getting my reactions to things first time on here then yeah, yeah. I'm not, so I'm not, up, usually I'm well prepared on this list so first up um, we've got and these really caught my eye uh, the end Saucony Azura 2000s the brain collaboration yeah. what we're saying about those you know what honestly I don't know if I love them or hate them and I think that's such a good thing with a shoe um, they, they catch your eye they're so well executed you know it's going to be a good shoe because it's a Saucony. But I can't tell if I hate it or love it. Can I just pull you up? Because it's a what? Saucony? Saucony. Saucony? Yes. Saucony. <laughs> the, only reason I, the only reason I know that is because I got a pair of socks and it tells you how to pronounce them on sock uh, knee. 
That, oh no way! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a natural. It doesn't have the uh, obviously not spelled correctly. It does like the phonetic how you spell or how you say Saucony. But what what are you saying on them? No, I, I completely agree. I think I could probably I would happily have a pair, and I think I'd rock them. But I don't know if they're just so out there. Uh, do, you remember, do you remember the size collab that they did last year, the black and white, like Zebra ones? Yeah. And I don't know if they're called Zebra ones. I can't remember the actual name of them. But um, they're, they're very similar in the pattern, except the pink and black. And just just, think, just the, something. The pink and black, and they do look like a brain. And they look great. And it's one of those shoes where I'd love to see it in hand. But I don't know if I'd wear it. But then I think the, the colorway is so easy to wear. We've seen yeah. it recently with the pink, pink pig dunks and stuff like that. Like it's an easy colour to wear and it's a good shoe. But I just can't tell. Yeah, I think, I, I think again, maybe, uh, maybe in another year, I, I'd probably have gone for something like that, to be honest. But I think there's so much other things coming out. Again, you just can't have everything. And again, with me trying to stick to the one a month, which has proven quite difficult. Um, I think they're a pass for me at the minute, but if you pick up a pair, I absolutely respect you if you've gone in for these end Saucony uh, shoes. So that was my first pick. And then we've got the Screen Green Hirachis being released. What we're saying? Yeah. Like again, happy for the Hirachi fans. I've never personally worn Hirachis, but again, like I said before on the podcast, I know a lot of people that, that do and that did. And I think they'll be happy that these are back, and obviously the stussy ones that came out a couple of weeks ago are back, because you know they, they're great shoes in their own right. But it, Hirachis have just never been one for me. I don't know why, but I can appreciate them on other people. Yeah, I've never, I've never been bothered by them. I think we covered this on a previous podcast. People at school, when I was at high school, a lot of people had them, and I think that not ruined it for me. But when there was still, and I appreciate there were sneakerhead in quotes trainer but because I saw kids in school in them and I thought mm, I don't they're not into trainers like I'm into trainers so it had that association a little bit that it wasn't do you know what I mean they're maybe not sneakerhead trainers I know that's a bit daft really but you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. <laughs> um we've got also um the sunrise prestos yeah easy easy pass I mean again Prestos, like the Harachis, I think they've got kind of a a cult audience. I mean, some of my mates, they love Prestos and sock darts and things like that kind of shoe. Never been one for me, but I've got to say, if, if, if there's anyone listening that hasn't tried a pair of Prestos on and you like the look of that shoe, get a pair of Prestos because it is one of the comfiest Nike models they do. Uh, you, you took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, I've not had a Presto for a long, a long time. But I used to love, and, and, I, and I think somebody said, oh, they came out like this last year as well. They came in T-shirt sizes. Yeah. So like, I mean, double XS up to double XL, I think. And I just think yeah. that's such a cool little touch rather than just getting like a size 7, 8 or whatever. I think it's a, a really good little, a quirky little thing from back in the day. Um, now, here's a shoe that... That actually, I'm a bit torn on now. I'm seeing it a little bit more. The Club 58 Gulf Dunks. You see, I'm surprised you're torn because I, I thought the Carling Cologne would sell it to you. 
I think for, for me, it's, it's what Nike SB do constantly. Like it's just, it's just a solid shoe. It's the, the Dunk Low SB is such a nice silhouette and it's so easy to wear that it's hard to get wrong. And this is just so simple. It's good. I love the orange sole. It's a nice blue, but you look at what SB have done in the last two years, it doesn't stand out. It doesn't do anything special, but it's a nice, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. I can't say a bad word about it. No, and that's, that's my thing. I want, I want to absolutely love the shoe because of what it stands for for me, because I love cars and the golf colours are iconic and everything about it should be like, this is a shoe completely made for you. And it is. And I'm, I'm going to be trying my best to get a pair, don't get me wrong. But because, because dunks have been, and some of the ones that have come out are just so well executed and some of the start like, the street archer dunks. I said it right. I said it as soon as I got a pair of my hand. I was like, they're not, these are not going to be beaten this year. There will not be a better pair of trainers this year than those street archer dunks. 100%. I, I still can't see what anybody is going to do to sway my mind on that. But the golf dunks, they're just, they were just a solid shoe, and they, but they're just not standout. And it just, it saddens me a little bit that I wanted them to be standout, you know, and just, but they're just a really nice shoe. Yeah, I get it. But I, th I think it's one of those where if you like it and you get it, I don't think anyone will regret buying them. Because no, no. one of those shoes you, you could wear loads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's absolutely nothing to not like about it. It's got some nice touches. Like I say, I love the orange sole. Yeah. I'll definitely be going for, for the orange sole alone. That's a selling point. But yeah. Danny, I've got to tell you something. Go on. I've paid resale. Um, for the first time in, can't remember how long, the Supreme Dunk SB. Oh my goodness. I had to bite the bullet. Oh my goodness. And we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> I don't want to curse it because... Like we're knocking on a bit here. <laughs> they've, not, they've, they've not arrived yet, but... Which colour? Took a big hit last week. Um, the black. Yeah, the solid pair. I don't want to get too excited because they've not arrived yet, but found, it, found a deal. Gone for it. Very ashamed of and that's and this is the last episode of the Sneak Chronics podcast. Now I'm joking. Um, but the last ones that actually really did catch my eye this week, and, and again, I don't know how I feel about them, are the Nike Air Tune Max. Skepta. Skeptas, the ones that the Skepta 97s were based on. Yes. Or the colorway of the Skepta 97s. Yes. Now, again... I don't want to rose tint my glasses. I'll put my rose tinted glasses on, should I say. I wasn't bothered about them back then. But I loved the Skepta 97s, not that I picked up a pair. I just loved, and I loved again the story. And I don't know if that's affected actually how I'm viewing these. I actually quite like them. Probably won't pick a pair up, but I like how it's all tied back in. And, and yeah, what are your thoughts? Um, again, I love the story. I'll be honest though, I don't remember this shoe. I've got no, no memory of it, so no fondness to the nostalgia or anything of this shoe, to be honest. So it, the shoe itself doesn't really mean anything to me personally, but I like the story. I like that they've tied it into his 97, which was obviously a massive success for him and Nike. Yeah. And I think it's a nice shoe, don't get me wrong. It's, it's a good Air Max, and, but 
I think there's a lot of people out there who have, you know, I remember it. I, it doesn't really do anything for me personally, apart from I like the story. Yeah, I, I, and I'm a little bit like that. I do kind of, I do remember them and it, and it came out in a few different colorways that shoe. But for me, back in the, back in the day, the, the TN, like the, whatever, the, I don't even know what they're called now, just the normal TNs, the standard ones, were, were they were the ones for me that I were picking up back then, not the, not the other variations of like the tuned air kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I mean, the, the air, air max structure as well, that's coming back out is it in a couple of weeks, obviously. And I think that's, that's another one where I look back and I've got more of a memory of that kind of shoe than it just seemed a bit more sporty than right. the than the Skepta one, do you know what I mean? I think that's what I was wearing more at that time in, in terms of Air Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's it for the news and um, probably the uh, news. It's not news, it's the uh, releases for the week and and the podcast for this week. Um, so, yeah, just an only Dan's one. Like I say, we've been really busy this week, both me and Dan, and we have got to 10 o'clock on Tuesday night and this is coming out at 8 o'clock on Wednesday morning. Um so if you've got to this point in the podcast, like I say, we will drop a keyword. We did say about potentially doing uh, a prize, but somebody did point out, well, if you start doing that, people are just going to go to the end of the podcast and listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> we didn't really think that through, did we? No, 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 no. It was not the cuff through Mark last week. If we ever do a prize, we'll have to drop it in a random point in the podcast. Yes, that's what we'll do. But um, you... Firstly, shout out to Sean who I think was first last week. Yeah, I think he was, yes. Nice start. Well done. Nice one. Yeah, you can have a shout out. How about that? You have a prize, but you can have a shout out next week if you're the first one to say the code word or phrase, which this week is obviously bacon butty. So if, you get the first, if you're the first one to type bacon butty on our Instagram post, then you'll get a shout out next week and that is your prize. And that is it for this week. Dan, anything else to say? Nothing from me, mate. Saying bye. Bye. Oh, again, mate, you just need to like leave it again. I'm in a rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> in a bit, guys.